This is a parental guidance moment. Welcome back to the Sunday service. It's the home of the Hostel Gospel, the greatest podcast in all the land. And as always, I've got with me my co-host, Madelg, the fresh Prince of Merryweather, Taylor Coftry, buddy. How are you doing? Good, man. How are you? Well, I noticed you had a little bit of a limp, dude. Yeah. When you walked in, I was like, are you feeling a little bit extra pimpish today? Like, did you, were you out at the Merryweather bars handing out backhands and telling people to respect your pimp game? I didn't know what was going on. And I want to dive straight into it, but I think the best way to dive into any yarn, dude, is just not to fuck around and just to fucking get straight into this. So shout out to our friends over at Mountain Culture. This is the limited release intergalactic New England IPA, 8.2%. It's one of your big boy 500 mil cans. And before we take a sip, I need to apologize to Mountain Culture because a few weeks ago when we were sledging them for doing like the 355 mil cans, do you know what I discovered in the States, dude? What? That's the standard beer can. What? That's a standard beer can. So Australians, I think... Maybe we're alone in just drinking the 375 mil cans. Really? So we have bigger cans? Yeah. And I think like it's called like an eight ounce drink possibly or a 12 ounce drink. I can't exactly remember. Yeah. But we've got bigger beer cans over here. Really? That's why we're the sickest cunts. Damn, dude. Bigger cans, bigger dicks. Bigger dicks, bigger morale. (laughs) Jesus, dude. I mean, no wonder we're the sickest cunts. The sickest cunts on the planet. But, mate, cheers to you. Look at this fucking thing, dude. Look at our paws, dude. Two great paws. Let's see how it goes down. It's a very, very strong beer. It's strong. It's a strong fucking beer. It's, uh, what are they trying to prove, dude? That, 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 what are they doing with this? Dude, they're so, they're, what they're proving is they've got... Is that mango? They've got the thickest dicks. They've got the thickest dicks in the Blue Mountains, these blokes. That's for sure. And this is what I kind of love about these New England IPAs, dude, is... How else do you disguise 3.2 standard drinks? You just slap a bit of fucking fruit in there. Now, your face is concerning me. Is this is this a non-enjoyable face that you pull in there, my dog? Mate, I tell you what, that's got to be one of the fucking least enjoyable beers I've ever had. Oh, no! <laughs> that sucks, bro. Oh, he doesn't enjoy bro, it. Bro, that fucking reeks, cunt. Fuck, dude. Well, I tell you what. And I'm sure there's a lot of people out there, like listeners out there, like... Forgive me, I am a basic bitch when it comes to beers, okay? I'm, a, I'm literally, I like Great Northern and Carlton Dry. Th- those are the beers I want. So when I do say that something sucks and something's bad, it's definitely from my personal opinion. So, so how do you feel about this? I'm with shoes on the other foot. I actually quite enjoy it. Yeah, see? And I think that happens a lot with beers between you and I. Dude, well, the funny thing is I went back to the Prince of Merriweather mm. and on the way in, I was just like, on the, before I left, I was like, I'll grab the beers that I didn't like. Because one of the guys there, that was his favourite beer. So I was like, I'll just gift them to him and just say, mate, you can have these. I'm not a fan. And I walk in, he wasn't there. 
But one of my other, one of the other regular workers that's there that knows about the pod, big fan, was like, oh, mate, what's going on? I was like, dude, I, I got to be honest, I fucking hated these beers. And he goes, really? And I was like, yeah. And I go, <laughs> and I go, I don't know what it is with Slow Lane, but I had two of their, those classic German yeah. haze or dark haze mm. that was left over from, bro, last year that were just sitting in the fridge, just in the naughty corner. And I was like, dude, I may as well take these in and give them to the boys and just say, every beer that I've pretty much bought of you guys has been great, but these ones have just fucking sucked. Yeah, give them to a good home. So he goes, you know what, dude? You've purchased so much off us. He's just like, we'll fully refund you for these beers. So then I was like, all right, well, it seems like you fully refunded me. I'll buy it, buy these bigger expensive cans of these intergalactics just to return the favour. So... Shout out to the guys at the Prince of Merriweather for being absolute fucking sick cunts regarding that. Yeah, absolutely, man. We're like that over there, mate. There's well, a lot of, well, how's it feel being over there, dude? There's a lot different? of that in the Merriweather Do you areas? feel different when you're in Merriweather? Dude. Dude, do you feel better than everyone? Because I tell you what, mate, I do. I, t- I tell you what I feel I like. I walk around and I go, this will be me one day. As a Stocko boy, I feel like, oh, I don't belong here. You, you know don't, because I mean? you don't. Yeah, I don't. Like, I... <laughs> <laughs> I feel I'm like undercover, dude. I don't belong there either. Yeah, dude, you're, you've got imposter syndrome. I'm deep undercover, yeah, dude. dude. I'm I'm projecting. I'm fucking telling. I'm looking at people being like, this guy's probably a fucking drug dealer, bro. There's no way he can't even fucking afford this house. Guy. Yeah, he's walking fuck, around. Fuck this guy, dude. He's walking around in a max, matching tracksuit. They're just like, he doesn't belong. Where's your bum bag cut? Where's your fucking bum bag cut? No, 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 dude. Trust me, bro. I'm, I fucking cross my T's and dot my eyes when I'm walking around yeah, anywhere, dude. dude. I make sure I fucking look the part that's why you got the new comb over hairstyle as well you ditched the mullet the mullet didn't last long in merriweather no nah, it did it it was gone i had the fucking i had the blonde in there too yeah, and i was just dude. like nah i look like a fucking dickhead so i had to got the straight back and size a bit of a fucking curve back that's it he started wearing button-up shirts since moving to merriweather well i have an office job dude so i'm walking around <laughs> I, I, walk, I got my boots and i got my fucking slacks and my button-up as i'm walking in my car and i, I look at other people who are obviously there to like their well-paying business job because they probably just own a company somewhere that's the only way you can afford to fucking live in Merriweather. Yeah, you know, like and I'm when, just like, hey, don't worry about it. I am one of you. When a cop goes in and infiltrates a bikey gang, and he's like clean skin, so he has to go and get like all the tattoos and stuff. You've like done the opposite. You've gone, I am Bogan. I need to avoid it. I need to slip in and look like a contributing member mm-hmm. of society. Boots, polished boots, might I add, uh, fitting fitted pants, a button up shirt, and a nice smart haircut, dude. Uh, yeah, you've fooled a lot of them. I've fooled a lot of them, dude. I've absolutely fucking have, dude. And that's another thing too, mate. It's like, is there cops in Merriweather? Fucking could have fooled me, mate. Yeah. I fucking haven't seen one. Well, the, they don't even go in there. They, they don't. They just go, hey, look, they're their own thing. Yeah, they're, they're, doing, they're doing fucking Merriweather, Merriweather nose beers over there. Like, the cops don't come to Stockton for a different reason. <laughs> they're just like, I don't want to deal with what's going on. They don't want to interrupt the ecosystem, dude. It'll fucking sort itself out. Exactly right. And the cops in Merriweather are like, they've got enough money to beat the charges. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious, dude. So you did walk in with a limp and yeah. quite a noticeable limp. And I need to know, dude, what happened, dude? Well, I gotta, I'll, I gotta, I'll answer that question with a question. Okay, hit me. When was the last time that you did a military level fitness circuit two days in a row? Oh, dude. All right. So you're you're back on board with the Hot Boy 2023 movement. Mate, I've made a tremendous mistake. Dude. I've made a tremendous mistake, dude. I fucking 
just I was talking about trying to get back into fucking fitness and all that type of shit like that at work with some of the boys at work. And their ears pricked up fucking quick because the, with the people that I work with are either qual- have or have been are or have been like qualified military PTs oh, or no. also PTs outside of it. And they're also like, I work with like very high level dudes. So it's like a high level fitness, high level academic achievement, high level fucking military leadership. There's a bit of, of, there's a bigger, big alpha dick energy swinging around. There's a little, there's a bit of, I'm the fucking man, bit of head wobble going around my fucking building cunt. There's nothing worse feeling like a beta around alphas as well. That's where you really got to use a sense of humor just not to get bashed. So before I knew it, dude. All right, I got. I fucking have some people come into my office going like, "Boys, it's on. We're doing PT tomorrow. Fucking blah blah blah. Bring your shit. We're fucking doing it." And so I'm sitting there going like, "Well, I can't say nah. You can't be. A I bitch can't now. say no. Nah. I brought it up. You can't be a bitch. Now. I brought it up. And these guys, I, these guys think I'm cool. So I'm like, you know what I mean? So I'm like, well, I have to not be a fucking gay cunt about it now. I'm in with them. I haven't had to do anything. They, they've like, they've brought me in because like, I'm funny. I have bands. We talk shit. We talk about sport. Rah, 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 rah. So they're like, this guy's obviously sick. Let's bring him into the fucking PT we're doing. So I obviously have to go, yeah, I'm fucking keen as fuck, dude. Let's go. Yeah, dude. You, did, you, you, couldn't, you couldn't bitch out amongst like the big boys at work. No, dude. And they've just gone, they've ripped the rubber off. No lube, little bit of spitting the loogie on the end of the member and just have gone fucking right up your sphincter by the sounds of it. Oh, dude, absolutely. So the first fucking day, dude. And here's the thing, man, is that like they do very simple stuff, but it's just the intensity and the length that that they, they do it is fucking outrageous for someone that has been not going to the gym and not doing really any exercise since like fucking October last year, cunt. You know what I mean? Other than, the only exercise I've really been doing is like walking my dogs, lifting maybe once or twice a week and then like going to the beach. Yeah. That's fucking it, dude. And going for walks along fucking Merriweather Beach, dude. So what were you doing? Like were you guys doing fireman carries? Were you doing nah, fucking nah. 10,000 squats? Listen, literally all we fucking did was set up three, three groups. And in each group is four exercises. And you go, so you start on like one exercise and we're, it was like we're doing interval shit. But, they were, but these cunts were going 50 seconds on, 10 seconds off. Ah, uh, no, that's not, that's not how interval works, dude. Cunt. That's not how it works. Bro. 20 on, 10 off, dude. Cunt. It's so we're going, so like. So you're doing Tabata type shit, but they've just rigged the rules. Yeah, and, and but it's like simple exercises, but it's all the same muscle group. So you just crush your muscle group of two repetitions of the four exercise circuit. So on like one of them, let's like we'll go legs, okay? So we had um lunges and then we had jump squats and then we had just regular weighted squats and then you had mountain climbers. Right? So you go 50 seconds, mountain climbers. 10 second break, bro. 10 seconds is fuck all. It's not enough. As soon as, so you, you have like three breaths and then boom, jump, go into jump squats, jump squats for 50 seconds, 10 second break. Then you get a 10 kilo weight, hold it to your chest and start and just squat and you just squat for 50 seconds, 10 second break. Then you do the fucking mountain climbers, 10 second break. Boom. We're going straight back around to fucking lunges. So you do the, all four of them again. 
in that 10 second break, no, sorry, then at the last thing that you give a 30 second break, you move to the next one, right? And then say, then the next one was like, like arm shit. So we're doing like uh, bicep curls, push-ups, uh, lateral raises, and then tricep extension with all these dumbbells and shit on the ground. So, but then, but then they'll go same thing, 50 seconds on 10 seconds off. So you're just doing <laughs> triceps extensions for 50 seconds, 10 seconds off. You're doing bicep curls for 50 seconds. Then you fucking go through all of that, all of that again, twice. And then another one was like core and shit. So it was like plank, uh, medicine ball sit-ups where you like push the medicine ball up to your fucking feet. And then you've got like V, uh, V sit-ups. And then you've got, uh, uh, it's like another type of fucking crunches. I forgot that. Uh, uh, bicycles. Oh, uh, yeah. Bicycle sit-ups. <clears throat> so we're doing that, all of that, and then you get like, but then on that last one, instead of having the 30-second break, we just drop everything, run out, and you just do two laps of the building. Then come in, we have a minute rest, and then you start the whole fucking thing again, dude. We did the whole circuit three times. Dude, That's after that, you just go home. You don't have to go work after that, dude. That's the work done. Dude, you can't go. You can't. I couldn't to go fucking believe it, cunt. I couldn't fucking believe it, dude. Like these cunts were lapping me on like the second time that we had to do the fucking laps around the building, dude. Uh, By the yeah. time I'd finished one, they were on their second. Yeah, fuck. And dude, and I got the whole like running, like finishing. Everyone had finished before me, so everyone's like, "Come on, mate, let's fucking go!" Like full clapping me in and shit like that. Ah, uh, you don't want that positive affirmation when you're done. Nah, because I like being <laughs> the one doing it to someone. But yeah. when you're the fucking person who's like lagging behind, you know when you like run laps at footy, yeah, and like everyone had finished, like everyone like, "Come on, mate, dig in!" Like full clap the last person in. Yeah, yuck, can't I? Fucking, I didn't like it, dude. I had to go, but then. Like, we just had to pack up. And I just had to go to work in my office job. So I go to the showers. I have a shower, all that type of shit. And I, I come back up to my desk. And my fucking body, cunt, is just like, what have you done? I'm sweating profusely at my fucking desk, bro. I can't fucking move my legs already. Like, I'm just fu I'm just cooked. I, have, I did, like, a full-blown... Like, for them, it was, like, low level. But for me, it, was, it fucking rocked my shit, cunt. Yeah. Absolutely rocked my shit. The good so thing, then, sorry, go. I was gonna say the good thing about that, like about these, when you do struggle so much, that's the most that you're gonna struggle. You I, struggled the most that you're gonna struggle at like peak unfitness. Yeah, and then eventually you're just gonna get more fit, and then, dude, you'll be in and, a matter of months. And it always happens like this, dude, because like I've been playing sport and exercising since I was five years old, but like I just have all of these lapses that last a month, a year, sprinkled throughout. And then I get back into it and I'm like pumping and I'm doing my shit for like a good, like while. Like usually when I'm like in the midst of like a good 18 months of like my fucking, my, um, what's it called? My routine is like set. I locked in, I'm like doing all my shit. And then all of this stuff is nothing to me. Like I'll do F45s, I'll do like long gym sessions and it's fucking nice because that's what I'm doing now. What it but is, it's not what I'm doing now. No. And so I have to fucking start again, dude. And I fucking hate having to build back my fitness, dude. I've built back my fitness at least five or six times now. That's because we've got ADHD. <laughs> and like when you first start getting obsessed with gym, you're like, this is fucking sick. I'm, I don't know why I've never done this. I'm going to do this every day for the rest of my life. Mm. And then one day you're just like, yeah, fuck that noise, dude. I'll do it tomorrow. Oh, mate, uh, two days rest is not too bad. And then next minute... It's been six months yeah. since you've touched a dumbbell. Yeah, dude. And that's... Like, fuck, cunt. That's why I liked learning skills when I was 
incorporating fitness. I loved doing Muay Thai when I was doing it. Yeah, see, I've never done any skill stuff. I've always done, like, fitness stuff. Yeah. Because fitness stuff you get over. But if it's, like, functional fitness to, like, put on an ass kicking, if you ever need to put on an ass kicking. Yeah. So much better. Would you be interested in yeah, doing... Yeah, of course. Definitely. I would love to do that. I want to I want to do, like, jiu-jitsu and I want to do, like, fucking friend of the pod, Luke Dillon. Luke Dillon and I have been talking. He's, he wants to do it, too. And Jits. so I'm saying, like, let's go, uh, like, fighting, actual fighting. Like, I'm interested in jiu-jitsu. He isn't. But, like, I, w- I want to do, like, actual, like, fighting stuff. I'd be keen to do boxing. Yeah. I'd do boxing and 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 maybe jits. I'd start with boxing though, just from a financial standpoint. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I tell you what happened. What I went through my like my expenses last last month because I was like, where the fuck did all my money go? Obviously, I bought tickets to see the Thick Dick of the North. Yeah, and bought really good tickets because it's for my friend's birthday. So mm-hmm. I was like, mate, it's your thirtieth birthday. We're going hard. We're doing it properly. I'm a I'm a don't do it or do it properly kind of guy. You are, you are. And where I'm is it like just just do it, and if it's not done properly, then well, let's just figure out how to get it done properly. Yeah. But other than that, we're just, we're putting out a shit product right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, in case you're all wondering why you haven't seen our fucking faces in a while, dude. Yeah, dude, I'm a do it properly in a kind while of guy. ever. Yeah, Brad's a do it properly kind of guy, and I'm a who cares kind. Fuck them. Let just let them look at a fucking something filmed on a potato and care. <laughs> Nah, it's got it's coming in a month, boys, and it'll be fucking it'll be top quality production. So we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it properly. So sorry to honey dick you. We honey dicked them hard yeah, last we week, dude. And I tell them. I tell you what they probably feel like right now. What I reckon that some of the listeners at one point would have been tuning a bird, possibly on Tinder or a dating app or something. So funny, bro. This and is exactly w- the area I would have gone if I was gonna do an analogy. And, they- <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you what it was like. What. We were like the hot chick that on like the Monday agreed to the date on Saturday. Yeah. And then didn't talk much during the week. Yeah. Because like the dude was like, oh, I don't want to be too desperate and talk to her too much. And then Saturdays rolled around and we went, we're not doing that date. Yeah. And then we've pulled the pin on the date. So sorry, boys. But hey, that first date when it's ready, dude, we'll give you some mind blowing fucking orgasmic sex. Um. What so, were we just talking about before? Me getting fucked up. Um, yeah, we're talking boxing. Do, oh, learning, do, learning oh, my expenses, my expenses. So your expenses go. So I was I was going through my bank account because I was like, where the fuck has like, where is all my money gone? Yeah. And obviously bought the tickets for the Thick Dick of the North, bought, ticket, uh, bought Airbnb accommodation as well. So that took like a huge chunk. But like, I was like, "This is this is not right, dude." I have I had last month over six hundred dollars of direct debits come out of my account. That's a lot. That's too much, dude. Bro, that's fucking heaps. Tell you, who, tell you, who, tell you who's gone. Stan ain't sticking around anymore, dude. You're paying for Stan. Stan's gone. I only pay for Stan when I know there's episodes of Yellowstone to watch. Other than that, I cancel my gone. membership. Yeah. It's on, my, Stan is literally only there for Yellowstone. I am their perfect demographic of a dumb cunt that yeah. gives you bank details. And mm-hmm. then every month's like, oh, fuck, what happened? Oh, fuck, I'll, I'll get on top of that next month. Apple TV, gone, dude. Mm. Fucking all this other shit that's just popping out And I'm just like This is absolutely fucked i tell you what I have had Which is a fucking absolute ball ache Is 
when I was a young dumb lad, I got um I got one of those I got that zip money. Have you heard of zip yeah, money? Yeah, zip pay? yeah, yeah, yeah. And my mom's a big big advocate for zip pay. Oh, my mom really? zip pays everything, but then I'm like, yeah, no shit, dude. You yeah. you you <laughs> you and your fucking husband, you and that fucking man. You're you're both on 130 plus a year, cunt. Yeah. Of course you're getting approved for fucking everything you want to zip pay. During an ADHD episode a few years ago, I went down a spiral of like, I want to get a bike because my lower back was fucked and I couldn't exercise properly. So I was like, I need a non-weight bearing way to exercise. So I was like, I want to get this Trek bike. So I went and I found a Trek bike. It was like $1,500. You didn't want to swim? Nah, because <laughs> we were in Canberra at that point, so it's like yeah, swim, enough, swimming in fucking chlorine pools. I always get blocked noses and shit. Yeah. So I, I find this bike. I'm like, it's 1500 bucks, right? Yeah. So I go down, and I'm like, this is the bike that I want. And ADHD, when your impulse is up, Bro, it is yeah. up, when you when no you're one's in, taking it away from you. Dude, when you are in like a hyper-fixated like dopamine binge, there is nothing... That will fucking stop you, dude. Nothing. And, like, my partner now has just, like, she's just gotten to a, a, a level now where, like, she has to, like, she can recognize it and she can she has to, like, make a decision on whether or not this is harmless or whether or not this is going to fuck me. And then she now, like, will have to come in and step in and be like, ask me questions like, are you sure you want to fucking do this? And even though I will continuously be like, yes, definitely. Yeah. This is the best idea I've ever fucking had. There's no way that this is going to go wrong. There's no way that this is going to put me in any further financial debt, even though 100% of the time it does. Yeah. So I was exact same, right? Yeah. Have my mind set on this bike. And for once in my life, it was like a mid-tier bike. It wasn't the shit bike. It wasn't the best bike, but it was like a but good... But it wasn't the baseline bike that your parents tried to convince you... Was cool. Was as cool as um, as, as good as the more expensive bikes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did your parents ever... Like, oh, my parents, of course dude. they did, dude. Dude, my parents were massive on the cheapest option is as good as the other option. It's made in the same factory. The, the, the more expensive options are just like marketing trying to get more money out of you. Yeah, dude. And... and and let me tell you something, dude. No matter how much money my fucking parents have ended up making, at the end of the day, they're still poor white trash country town people and they have a fucking very decent amount of money, dude, and they still live like that and it fucking irritates the shit out of me, dude. Yeah. When you go to someone who's like a combined income of like $300,000 a year and you go to their fucking house and they have a fucking printer that doesn't work... Because they bought the $50 one yeah. instead of the fucking good one. Or like the air fryer fucks up your meal because they brought the cheapest one From instead Kmart. of getting the fucking other one, dude. And I'm sitting there going like, get a fucking air fryer. Yeah, a one that works. Get dude. the fucking good air fryer, cunt. Or we'll cook in the fucking oven. Dude. So, bro, I was the exact same, right? Yeah. Go into there. So you were, you were in an ADHD dopamine binge. I was hyper high. fixated. Hyper fixated. And then dude. you also get met with... You've broken out of like a fucking generational trauma of your family by getting the mid-range yes. product. So I'm like, I'll get the mid, right? You're <laughs> fucking up and about. So, dude, we'll wait to hear this. Go in, having a chat to the dude, and he's like, yeah, man, um, look, the mid that you want, we don't have the mid. It'll probably be here in a month. We can order it in for you. 
when your impulse is pulsing out the your dick hole, you a month may as well be a ten year sentence and oh, I'm not waiting that long. And he goes, other option is shit option. You go like this six hundred dollar one, and I was like, eh, eh. and he goes, or he goes, we've got the carbon fiber, the next grade up, and he's just like, feel how light this thing is, bro. You could pick it up with like two fingers, mm. and he's just like, why don't you give it a test ride, bro? Yeah. And I was like a little eight year old boy just riding through the car park, and I was going so fast, I was like, this is the one. So went in. And he's like, that's going to be, how are we going to pay for this? And I was like, oh, maybe I'll do a zippity-doo-bar and a bye-bye. Put it on the zip. Get the zip card down to like a reasonable amount. My missus is like, I wouldn't mind getting a bike too. Her birthday is conveniently a week before Christmas. So like you got to double down on the presents. You can't go like shit birthday, good Christmas or good birthday, mm. shit Christmas. So I was like, for a birthday... Fucking I'll get a one of these bikes, get her a sick bike as well. And then I was just like, zip payment, like, you know how their whole thing is like no interest, blah blah blah. But yeah. you don't read the fine print. So I've just been paying like twenty seven bucks a week for like bro, maybe two years. And I and like I finally logged into my zip count and I was like, how much money? It's surely left on this thing. This can't, like, I must, I'll yeah. just pay it off. I should have bought now. fucking three bikes there now. Yeah, dude. There was like fucking, there's still so much money left on this fucking zip card. Still. So, yeah. So I've just put like a massive chunk away to the side. And then, like, next month, I'm just going to come and just fuck that thing off. And then we'll be ripping and tearing again, dude. It was, I was. Those direct debits and like the little sneaky Apple charges. This is like, what's this yeah. fucking Apple charge for? 14 or 15 bucks for Apple Music. And I'm like, oh, do I need it? And I was like, but sometimes I love just bumping some fucking, some classic beats on the... on the. Are, are you Spotify or Apple Music? I had Spotify Premium ages ago. And when I got like, when Apple Music came out, I asked Spotify Premium to go just with Apple Music. Nice, nice. Yeah, because I'm, I'm an Apple Music boy too. Yeah. Like, bro, we're in the large minority. You, know, you think a lot of people... Way more people listen to Spotify oh, than Apple. Because it's like, it's both. Like, if you've got an Android, you can Spotify it. If you've got an Apple, you can Spotify it. But I need to actually look at... I, Apple I don't like using Spotify, to be honest. Apple Music's is way more functionality for me. Way more functional, dude. They have better... I think that they have better... They have a better algorithm that, like, shows you what you like. Like Spotify had that algorithm first where it would start showing you stuff around what you listen to and give you nice stuff. But then in true Apple fashion, they saw someone else do something and then waited until they saw what the bug, what people were complaining about on that one. And then they just made one that didn't do the shit that they were complaining about. And that, that's why Apple are number one, baby. And that's, it is what it is. That's why they're the kings, dude. That's why they're the kings. Undisputed, Apple, whatever, Android, tuck me dick. And if that fucking Steve Jobs cunt was still alive, would I like to see a three-way death match between him, a triple Eli, threat? and Zuckerberg? You better believe I would. A dude. tables, ladders, chairs, triple threat? Oh, dude. Hell dude, in, how sick would that be? Hell in a cell type fucking operation. Jeff Hardy? Oh, mate, doing flips and shit. Doing fucking flips. Speaking of biffs, dude, what about our boy Volk last week? Well, actually, bro... Let me finish. I need to tell. I still need to tell you about the second day that I went through. Oh, dude! 
I think I've heard enough. <laughs> <laughs> I got uncomfortable ass and forehead sweat sitting next to you talking to me about your vigorous uh, exercise. Well, the regime. second day, dude, we didn't do the circuit, dude. We did boxing. We did we did box fit. Oh, see, I loved boxing. So, and it was fucking a uh, uh, fucking sick again too. But again, they just went into just doing it at that fucking high level that they were fucking doing it, dude. Yeah. And so I just had to do this fucking boxing circuit where we did three exercises and burpees and shit and by dude by the end of it like the last the very last exercise was the one where you like sit on the ground and then they stand behind you and put the pads up and you just have to like piston uh, up yeah dude halfway through that i legit like could not even like hit the pads like everyone was around me was punching i just had to if i could just touch the pad that was like a win yeah i was absolutely fucking Gassed, cunt. The thing is with box fit. The thing is with box fit as well. It's more for like mums and shit. Like you need to learn how to throw proper hands in good technique before going and doing that kind of shit. In my opinion, because like if you're hitting a heavy bag and you don't know how to throw a punch, you will fuck your wrist up so easily, dude. Yeah, of course, dude. I I witnessed my mum drunkenly punch my mate's boxing bag and broke her wrist. And that's what she deserved. On, on Australia Day. That's what she deserved. On Australia Day, we're at my mate's place, my mate Jason's place, out in fucking whoop whoop, dude. One of the property boy. Oh, property boy. Went out there, had a Real dirt bike behavior. D- real dirt bike behavior. Like, that was where most of the most reckless stuff I'd probably had ever done was committed on that property. Um, but yeah, so it was like the end of the night, everyone's parents are fucking pissed. We're about to drive home. Someone is definitely re- claiming that they're sober enough to drive my entire family home. Not sure how true it was. But before we go, we're in this big shed and me and my mate are just like fucking around with this boxing bag, right? So we're just, I'm running up, I'm running up, I'm kicking it. We're like switching, using it. We're like shoulder charging it. We're just doing fun boy stuff. Yeah. All right. We're 15. We're drunk. Our parents have let us get drunk. We're just fucking around, right? My mum, dude. My mum comes over and goes, oh, you boys. Re-. You know how mums. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you boys reckon you're fucking tough. Give a fuck. And she just comes up and winds up, dude, and just whacks this fucking bag, dude, and just straight away is like, ah. And <laughs> 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 he grabs her arm. She's like, oh, fuck. Ah. And then she was like, oh, fuck my fucking wrist. And then we're looking at it, dude. My mate's dad has been like a fucking medico for like a football team for years. So he fucking knows what's up. Seen plenty of wrist injuries, dude. So he goes over to her and starts feeling her up, dude. Bro, my mum has just straight up snapped her wrist. And he was feeling your mum up? Yeah, just feeling her tits. <laughs> he went Bro, she's got a sore wrist and he's just let, grabbing let, her boobies. <laughs> let me have a look at that. <laughs> he spits on his head and goes, just starts just motivating. <laughs> just like, your wrist is definitely broken. His <laughs> <laughs> bends her over, starts dry humping her, dude. Yeah. <laughs> How are we going to fix this? Oh, yeah, dude, dude and then so, yeah, my mum fucking snapped her the, wrist. Your dad's in the corner like Adam 22 or whatever he is, just watching, <laughs> <laughs> just watching his wife get bent over and fucking plowed. No, I'm cool with it. It's fine, dude. Yeah. Whatever, dude. I'm actually, honestly, this has made our relationship stronger. Oh, dude. How, there's levels to being a cuck. Yeah. That, like, it starts with low-level kind of shit mm. where, like, you ever been walking with Ash and Ash will spot, like, a hot chick and she'll be like, fuck, have a look at her. She's pretty fit. 
Yes, literally all the time. Yeah. And then, like, sometimes you're just at a beach, like, hanging out, and the hottest dude on the planet just comes straight out of the ocean, like, right, like, were you born in the ocean? Like, where did you come from? Walking out like fucking Jason Momoa, shredded, big unit, and you're just like, damn, dude, that guy's fucking hot as fuck, dude. Yeah, dude, I'm, well, I'm pointing out super hot dudes to her a lot of the time it's too. a two-way street it's probably honestly dude it's probably it's a lot of a lot more traffic is coming from me if i'm honest and yet like she's looked at me a couple of times and being like are you fucking good of the amount of times i'm just like dude look at that fucking guy right there yeah dude <laughs> and, but like man like the funniest is like if your missus is like damn she's hot you've got like two ways to handle it you can be like who <laughs> mm. which is clearly a lie or you can just be honest and she's like, damn, that chick in, with the fucking blue bikini over there, she's fit. And it's like, oh, I noticed her 15 minutes ago. Yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about, dude. And I'm in a very, very fortunate situation, dude, where like my girl is bi. Yeah. So I get to fucking have, I get to have pretty much have free reign because I know that she's thinking the exact same thing. Yeah, you're pointing out talent for a fucking, you know, once, once. Hot boy summer has arrived, dude. Mm -hmm. You might be able to swim your way into a good threesome, dude. We'll see. <laughs> hey, we shall. Hey, to be continued. To be continued. To be continued, dude. But yeah, no. I dumb. can't wait for that episode. <laughs> 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 Just fucking, he, the boy's done it. But yeah, but here's the thing about this whole Adam Twenty Two type of thing, man. Is that like the cunt fucking had no choice, man. No, he had no choice, man. As as far as as far as I'm concerned, he has had the deal that most dudes dream of, which is you and your hot missus get to fuck porn stars and have mad fucking threesomes with your girl, and she is completely monogamous to you, though. And that's that's the dream. Until money comes on the table. That's the fucking dream, but he's painted himself into a corner well, because she has been pretty much would have been like, listen, there's like... There's like hundreds of hours of content on the internet of me letting you fuck some of the hottest chicks on earth. So if you say no to this, you're like, he's he would have been a fucking massive, like hypocrite, like shit cunt. And the thing is as well, when he, when his missus gets BBC'd mm. and it, and she cops a lot of money for doing that. It's like the mate that, pissed on his leg whilst you're drunk at the pub and he's pissed on his light blue jeans and he's come out and he's gone, ah, I fucking pissed on my pants a little bit. Then you all can fucking laugh at it. So I think he was like, if I get in front of it, no one can fucking like, you know, send memes of like my missus getting plowed by a BBC. Like he is trying to like, it's like if you make fun of yourself for your biggest insecurity, it's like putting up a shield yeah. where like, you acknowledge your insecurity and you're like, oh, you can't make fun of me because I make fun of me the best. Yeah. But yeah. everyone else was just like, dude, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, it's he's very a better guy than me. It's different than you and I making like our own like fat jokes at ourselves and how we're unfit and that type of shit like that. Yeah. I think like that's a little bit different than our wife and the mother of our child getting BBC'd on the internet. Yeah. Like I, think I, said, it's, I think it's a little bit different. Than that. I am, and I'll be completely honest with you and the listeners, I would be way too insecure 
for my missus or any girl that I've ever dated to just be like, hey, I want to fuck this other dude. How do you feel about it? It would be a, I don't feel great about this situation at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And trust me, dude, I've fucking thought about it a lot because of the current predicament I am in with my girl. And I've just, I think I've just landed on, don't, just don't open the door. No. Just don't open the door, mate. You're in a relationship. It's between one and two. It's between two people. The way God intended. The way the Lord intended. The way the fucking Lord intended. And you commit to each other and you entangle yourselves and you become one. I don't know. And you don't, and you know what you don't do, dude? You don't let any fucking BBCs into that. Oh, you don't let any fucking BBCs with fucking rings full of fucking flashy jewellery and fucking big open shirts with the fucking most of the buttons undone, yeah. wearing white pants with the fucking hog just showing just halfway hog. down the fucking quad. You can't. You can't let that in to your holy union. And dude, dude like, with your wife, dude. Yeah, nah. You, dude. He already, they already have a kid. Yeah, dude. Dude, have you the, seen the video of him talking about like how he's gonna, he's break, gonna it? break it to his daughter yeah. and then that Mommy fucking takes up. nice photos. Yeah. Mommy's done yeah. a video. <laughs> Your mum got BBC'd by Your mum got BBC'd. <laughs> I had to talk about it on the internet where it lives forever. Dude, and when he's Happy twenty first birthday. That was the biggest giveaway. Is that in specific moments? Your instinctual reaction is quicker than you trying to cover it up. And when that fucking guy, what's his name, Sneeko or some shit, was like, mummy's getting BBC today, and you saw his instinctual reaction. Yeah. I fucking click, I clicked pause on the fucking video, and I looked at his face. You saw for, the daggers for, I looked at his face for a good two minutes, dude, and I was like, that is a man who deeply regrets his actions. Yeah. And he is thinking back, if he went back in time, to the very first time that he had a conversation with the lady about whether or not they could start having threesomes with porn stars and he could fuck other chicks. He would he would be like fucking, bro, he'd be like Matthew McConaughey in Interstellar behind the book page. <laughs> no! No! Books. Murph! No! Books are fly- <laughs> Adam, no! Books no. are flying off the shelf. <laughs> He's done it. He's killed himself. <laughs> Just him fucking floating, dude, in the void of fucking aerodynamic space physics time. Yeah. Just being like, no, don't do it. No, dude. Yeah. And then that's what he was doing. I saw it, man, and I was like, fuck, cunt. That's so funny. He hates what's going on right now. And his whole persona, his whole life, his whole businesses. Like, this guy is a very, very successful man. Like, make no mistake what you think about it. Like, this guy is a very, very successful guy. He lived the dream that most dudes want to live. But here's the thing, dudes, is that, you know what, you know what, you know what dreams are? You know what dreams are, dude? What are they, dude? They're also nightmares. Oh, (laughs) A nightmare is a dream too, dude. Yeah. It's just a bad dream. It's just a bad one. But they're both the same thing. Yeah. And his dream has turned into a fucking nightmare, dude. Because the whole world is going, dude, wouldn't have done that. No. Wouldn't have fucking done that, dude. You let your wife get fucking cracked out, dude. And all of the clips I've seen of her, dude, she is being, she was way more into it than I would even be fucking... You know what I mean? Oh, like dude. she's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. like she's acting like it's like whatever. She wants to do more shit. Yeah, dude. It's and I'll tell you this. One time a few years ago, I don't know if I've ever told you this story. I had had a long day at work and I came home as I did back in the day and I liked to heal. 
Yeah, of course. So I had one heel, right? Just one. Just one. And I was like, I'm not quite healed enough no. from the day. You know what I mean? So then have another heel. And then I'm like, all good things come in three, so may as well triple heal. So I triple healed, right? And I'm sitting there and I get like a little message on my phone. What's this? It's a friend reaching out, seeing how everything's going. I tell them how I'm going. Like, and the messages I kind of like keep like the conversation going past the point of like, hey man, just checking in. How are you? How's everything going? Yeah. I could see that this conversation was trying to get dragged out a little bit. And I was just kind of like, I wonder what this dude wants. And then like after probably like five or six text messages back and forth, he was like, hey man, just out of curiosity, would you ever want to fuck my girlfriend? And I was like, now I'm like really healed? Yeah. And now I'm reading this as like, is this a trap, dude? And he's like, and I was just like, hey, man. Um, <laughs> You're just like, ah, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, is this the AFP? I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, is this a sting operation? And I was just like, what, like, what are you talking about? And he's like, oh, well, like we've had some discussions and, you know, I want to hook up with other chicks. She wants to hook up with other dudes. Obviously, we're incredibly in love and devout to one another. But we yeah, just it sounds think, like it. But we just think that this would be like a cool thing that we can do. So like, would you ever want to like come over and participate in that? And I was like, dude, I am the biggest sexual disappointment that you could have reached out to your entire life. And it's just like, I don't want to give you that ammo of me hooking up with your girlfriend and doing such a bad job that you're like, dude, you suck at fucking my missus. <laughs> You can you can be so bad at fucking that it becomes even more of an insult than someone else fucking your girlfriend. <laughs> so like you can be like it that should 100% of the time always be you on top because you fucked someone's girlfriend. Yeah. But the fact that you you can be so shit at fucking that someone who got cucked can still be like, dude, you're fucking shit. <laughs> and like, you know what boys are like, dude? Like, if we oh. if we won't let you live something down if you embarrass yourself. And like, this was years and years and years ago. And, and I had, uh, I was dating someone else at the time. And I was just like, oh man, like, nothing against your girlfriend, who I actually really enjoy hanging out with. And she is hot. Like, in a normal world, if she was single and I was single and you guys never had any interactions with one another. Yeah. Of course I would, I, I would gladly disappoint her. I would disappoint her. But like she would only tell her friends who I'm not going to talk to anyway. So it's like not, not like I'm going to find out about it. Yeah. But I was like, this might be a hard one for me to run past my girlfriend. <laughs> Dude. Don't shit where you eat either. Yeah. Don't shit where you eat. I would, <clears throat> as a single man... I definitely would have considered sleeping with someone else's partner. You know, like it happened like sometimes, but fucking that was not my fault. That was fucking this bitch. But like, I would never have done it if like a friend of mine 
who I saw regularly and was part of my life. Yeah. Came to me and was like, yo, do you want to do this? And I'd be like, no, like both of you are part of my life. Yeah. That's, I don't need to add any extra shit. Yeah. And like, even, even with like him saying that, Hey, you've got my permission to do it. Part of me is like, no, that's betrayal, dude. That's, I don't know. Listen, dude. My first missus cheated. Like, I don't know if she cheated. My first missus like broke up with me and started dating like one of my friends afterwards. That happened to me. And I have not, I'm not friends with that guy. Like I'll be cordial and stuff. Really? It's just like, we're not, we're not boys no more, dude. Mm -hmm. I was like, that was like, you showed your colors and it is what it is. And that was so long ago, dude. Yeah. But like, I was just like, that's like, I remember how I felt. And I was just like, I, I felt like that guy wasn't being my friend in that situation. Like he yeah. put pussy over our friendship. Like if you said yes, he then would have had every right once that he calmed down and the emotion was out of it. And you had a real good think about it. To be like, yo dude, what the fuck? Why the fuck? Brad's a dog cunt. Yeah. He full se- And I know I asked him and I know that we said all of that type of shit, but like being in a fucking ADHD dopamine binge, you're clouded. You're you clouded, don't know what's dude. going on, dude. In his mind, he's got tunnel vision on all of the potential pussy he might be getting if he can get this across the line. Yeah. If he can get this across the line, he's going to get heaps of pussy, which is the other delusion that males have that like, oh, once we open up the relationship, I'm going to be getting just as much pussy as she is dick. Nah, buddy. You are fucking Kidding yourself, cunt, if you think that you are going to be getting just as much pussy as your girl is going to be getting dick if you open up your relationship. Yeah. Knock it off, dude. Knock, Knock that off. shit off. Go what go and wash your face of cold water and look at yourself in the mirror and go, hey, I'm not Leonardo DiCaprio. So there's no chance that I'm ever going to get the equivalent of pussy that an average looking girl is going to get dick. Anywhere in the world. And the thing is as well, like years afterwards, like we we're on the piss and like he came up and he, and he, he like wanted to apologize for it. And I was like, nah, man, like it's all good. Like we're boys. And I just, I could not do that to you as my friend. And he's like, you know what, dude, I respect the fuck out of that. But then when I was thinking about it, I was just like, this sounds like a situation where like he may have wanted to watch as well. Oh, watch his girl get cracked. But like, I don't, I could never do that, dude. I don't think I, like, I've got mates that have like had threesomes with chicks and stuff. And it's just like, dude, I don't know if I could, man. Like, mm. I don't know if I could look my boy in the eye with a rock hard dick and be like, hey, dude, this is fucking sick. But I've got footy mates, mm. dude, that are just like, nah, bro, it is the best fun you can have with your mate. And I was like, is it, dude? Yeah, I've... Have you ever done a podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever done an audio-only podcast? Video coming next month, next month. Yeah, I've uh, I've been involved in... I've been involved in some... You know what, dude? Threesomes. Threesomes are two girls, one guy. And two guys, one girl's a train. So I've been involved in I've been involved in trains. I've never been involved in a free song. Oh, you've done it with a man. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what, dude? Every time I've done it, it's been one in, out, one in the other. It's uh, never been together. Oh, okay. I've never I've never done it together. I've done it four times and I've never Four times? <laughs> yeah, me and my boy went a little crazy, bro. <laughs> 
<laughs> Same dude. <laughs> we, oh, me, you're tag team champions of the world, my, dude. Very, we were back-to-back tag team. You, fucking, we you, were, got, you got your hand out the door. We and then were as unified you not, just, WWE tag team champions. Dude. <laughs> <As> <laughs> but you, it was always one in, one out. And we would rock, paper, scissors who got to go first. I was going to say, how did you figure that out? So Yeah, rock, paper, scissors. That's hilarious. Um, but mate, never together, dude. Together is gay. Together. <laughs> well, um. This has been great, but I think we should have a quick little break and then we'll come back straight after this. Yep. Mate, we're back. We are. Now, last week, dude, you would recall that we had to put a brewery on notice. Yeah. We had to say to Slow Lane Brewing Co. that your Heffenweisen attention seeker, certainly in my opinion, sucked shitty raw assholes. <laughs> I didn't like their dark haze, and I said that I'll give them one more strike. Yeah, now, you said fucking... Two strikes, bases are loaded. Bases are loaded. Loaded bases, dude. This is it. This is it. So what do we got here? So what do we got, mate? Well, fuck, we can't do anything without... So we are we have the uh, slow lane, the slow lane. Fuck, that's all right. Hot eh? detective hazy IPA, not as good as mine. I think I've topped you on that one, my brother. Um, so what do you mean, cunt? Bro, look at that. That's a good level of head. That's too much. Nah, that's good, bro. It's supposed to be that. Nah, we're gonna have to agree to disagree, mate. I do love you, but I'm gonna have to disagree. So I used to get yelled at if I gave cunts beers like that. I. Uh, <laughs> I, I said that I need to be fair to these guys. Yeah, you do, which is true. We we're in, we are fuck we're we're good guys on this podcast. We're great guys. We're fucking good guys, dude. We know people make mistakes. I've been making them my whole goddamn life. Whole life. My whole fucking life has been almost a con- continual series of mistakes. So I, I know more than anybody that sometimes you need a third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh chance. Yeah. You do. And breweries are the same. Breweries are the same. And what do I like, dude? I like IPAs. I love a hazy IPA. I, I love all kind of beers except for the last two that Slow Lane have given me. And I like their name. With the greatest respect. Because sometimes you do need to live life in the slow lane, brother. Bro, you absolutely have to. If you, Mate, if you smoke as many fucking bongs as I do, dude... There's only one lane. There is the only slow There's lane. There's only one lane, dude. And anyone going in even like regular pace lanes are like flying past you and you're going, whoa. Slow down, dude. Whoa. You're giving me anxiety. Fuck, man. What is, what's going on here? And then you look down at your speedo. You're doing 60 in a, in a fucking 100 zone. zone. Yeah. We've all been there. We've mate. all been there, dude. Every man worth his salt has been, been there. So I will cheers to you, sir. Cheers. The slow lane, hazy, ho- hazy IPA, the hop detective. We're going to do some investigating ourselves. We're a couple of detectives ourselves. What do you think of that? I think it's better than the other ones. I'll say this. It's better than the other ones. 
And I think that maybe what has happened here, if we're going to use a baseball analogy, what's happened? I think they've hit it to the infield. Mm. I think the batters run to first base. I think that the shortstop has grabbed the ball, thrown it to first base, got out that batter. First base has slung it back to the fucking catcher, dude. Mm -hmm. One guy has by the skin of his teeth snuck by home plate. And the other, now the bases are loaded again. Bet for me, slow lane's not it, bro. Hey, slow lane, hey, mate, it is what it is. Look, you've undoubtedly worked hard and you've got this far. You've been drafted. You know, you've had a preseason or two. But the reality is, mate, like, you, you just, we don't see a space for you left on, on the list. And uh, we wish you um, good luck. And, you know, thank you for everything that you've contributed to the organisation You've been good for culture. The boys are getting around you, but we just don't see, we just don't really see you having any immediate impact on the first grade team in in the near future. So we hope that you maybe get picked up in the fucking SSP or, you know, maybe you become a delisted free agent in another club, slings you a fucking bit of, bit of cash to play fucking VFL or something. But in terms of here at the Sunday Service Football Club, your service is no longer required. Thanks, mate. Your service has come to an end. And look, we are men of honour. We are men of dignity and respect. And we're not saying that you're not first grade quality. We're just saying that what we are is a fucking very elite club. And mm. we want the best on board. We have too we, many players like you. We're going for premiership glory. And we just don't think that what you can bring to this team is of premiership standard. Mm. So with that being said, Slow Lane Brewing Co., thank you for your services. Mm -hmm. They are definitely no longer required. And we bid you all the best in the future, our friends. Fuck them. Yeah. Thanks, mate. Fuck, dude. I was really hoping that'd be all right. Yeah, you were, dude. You really were. And here's the thing. I'll sip this and I'll probably finish this beer. I'll finish this beer. But I'm not... It's just... But I'll tell you this. Those other two that are sitting in there, they're getting fucking put in the naughty corner. And I just got rid of four from the fucking naughty corner from these cunts. Because yeah. you know what's happened? You know you know what's happened, dude? Is that, like, we've copped an injury and then we've gone like, you know what, dude? This guy's contract ends at the end of the season. He's been playing decent enough in the state leagues. Let's get him up. Let's let Look, you can come in. This might be your last chance of playing real top first grade footy. And this and what's happened is is, like... He's laid, he's laid a tackle or two. He's kicked a snag, so everyone's getting around him. But the reality is, mate, is that you've had seven disposals and you've you've had three turnovers. So you've turned it over at crucial times. You're not getting enough of the pill. Yes, you kicked a snag, but you've got to weigh that up against the defensive mindset of our fucking team, dude. If we're going to take this team to the fucking to the promised land, we're trying to win a flag, we can't have players like that. We so can't. slow lane. Thank you for your services. You're done. You're fucking done, mate. Seriously. You're done. You're done. Be because, look, there's no denying that maybe you did have talent, maybe you did have promise, but what we're looking at is the future and we're looking at prems and we see that there's hot boys out there and what we want on this team is basically the equivalent of a Reese Walsh. I yeah. want someone who's hot, who probably gets his eyebrows done, who's got... Lashes that look like they've got mascara in there, but they certainly don't. Someone who's so pretty, you can't think that they could possibly be tough, but they are tough as fuck. And they're just silky, 
fast and they just fucking hit the nail on the head and they're all out attacking weapons. And that's what we're going for, dude. Yep. So fucking thanks, but no thanks. No thanks, but fucking no thanks, dude. Mate, so you're saying something happened to you on the way over here. What happened? Mate, I'll tell you what, dude. I was going to start with it, but we also we got straight into what happened to my body, dude. But we're going to talk about what happened to my mind. Mate, what happened to your mind, young man? Mate, the podcast was in jeopardy this morning. <coughs> what happened? This dude? podcast was in jeopardy this what? morning. No, dude. Something happened to the high priest. Mate. Was it a royal commission? Listen. Was it a royal commission, listen, dude? Listen, listen, dude. Please. Listen. Tell me. Between my house and your house, the route that I take, right, five service stations. There's five service stations. There dude. is. Now. Ampole shell. Now, you know me, mate. What are those You've known me ones? for a while. You've made the same mistake, didn't you, Taylor? I... Oh, he does love a Red Bull. I love a Red Bull. He don't does. I? He likes to get up and about. You, for the you know this about me, dude. I like Red Bulls, and I, I have to keep it on a tight leash, dude, because I'll get fucking carried away, dude. And the next thing you know, dude, I've got a twenty-four pack in my fridge, and I'm fucking pumping them. Yeah, which is no good. You can't have Red Bulls inside your house, dude. You can't have them. You can't. It's like when you're. Like, vodka Red Bulls were one of my favourite drinks. Yeah. And as someone with ADHD, you cannot be pumping vodka and Red Bulls. No, you can't. Because you'll fucking, you'll be talking jive to the DJ, trying to get him to play your favourite song. You're fucking trying to be best mates with the dude that sells pizza outside of Mooseheads. Yeah. You're you're fucking, you know, you're spitting game left, right and centre. You're pissing every four minutes because you're caffeinated as fuck and now you're drunk. Yeah. But what happened, dude? Right. So I've gone, look, daddy needs a Red Bull. Daddy needs a Red... Daddy's got a thirst. Daddy needs his Red... Dude, baby needs his bot-bot, dude. I need a fucking... (laughs) (laughs) Boy was sucking his thumb on the way to the service station. Sucking my thumb, dude. I needed to get up and about, right? So I go and I blow past one petrol station because it's too close to my house and I go, fuck that one, I'll get one another one. There's too much traffic... I can't get over into the left-hand lane because of the fucking ADHD brain. I'm not even thinking about it until it's fucking literally 50 metres away. And I'm like, fuck. I've got three servos left. I pull into one. And any Red Bull enthusiast out there will know. You know the fucking deal. All right? Red Bulls, it's two for five. Two for five. It's two for five, dude. Or one for three fifty five, which is dumb. Get another one, dude. Or I, you only go two for five. It's the only way. It's the only economical way to get fucking Red Bulls, especially in this fucking cost of living crisis, dude. And uh, there's there's always like a Snickers bar sitting on the fridge as well. Like, do you want me, dude? Oh like, yeah, you're out of place. They, you don't belong on the fridge. Yeah, dude. They'll throw you like the fucking. You get a Red Bull or like a Coke and a Snickers for whatever. Yeah, get out of here, dude. They fucking they crush people who smoke weed, dude. Oh, t- so they <laughs> crush people who smoke weed, man. Um, and I am high, so I fucking went down there. <laughs> I went in there. I go in, dude. Straight to the thing, bro. They're not doing the two for five. What? No two for five, dude. Right? Just regular Red Bull. Dude, $4.10. Fucking $4.10, dude. This irks me, and dude. I've, and I'm sitting there and I've got the Red Bull in my hand. I'm in line. I should have another one for I'm, 90 cents. I'm in line, dude. And I, you know what I fucking did? I went, nah, fuck this. And I walked out of the line. I walked back to the fucking fridge and I put the Red Bull back. And I walked back to my fucking car and I went, no, fuck that, dude. I don't 
get fucking Red Bulls unless it's two to five. I refuse. I refuse to pay more than $2.50 for a single Red Bull. Because you're a smart businessman. Because I'm a businessman. Yeah. Get out in the car. Start driving again, dude. I hit the next servo. And I go, fuck yes, let's go, cunt. Come on. I fucking find a park. It's very busy. Oh, Saturday. Saturday is at a service station. We at the Shell and Gang. No, 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 no. no. Okay. No. I was... Because they'd have a two for five. And then I fucking... So now I'm at some like... Smart one or some shit. I go in there, dude. Head straight there, dude. These cunts are not doing the two for five either, bro. What the fuck is going on? $4.20. What? $4.20. Dude, at this point, I am fucking irate. And let me just interrupt quickly. 420 is generally our favorite number, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. We love a 420. Absolutely. One of the great times of the day, either time that hits the clock. Dude, it was the, the, the true duality of man. When I saw that it was 420, half of my brain went, what the fuck? And then the other half of my brain went, nice. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I was like that fucking, you know, you know Bo Burnham? Yeah. That fucking old Bo Burnham sketch where he does like that song where it's like the left side of the brain and the right side of yep, the brain, dude. I that's that's exactly what fucking was happening to me, dude. So I'm pissed. Dude, I'm 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 almost like Brad, the pod's off. The pod's off. Baby has not got his bot bot. Baby's hungry, doesn't have the bot bot. Now, can I ask you a question before you keep going? Yeah. Did one part, either the left or the right hand side of the brain, whichever was functioning better at this point, obviously Baby hasn't had the bot bot. Brain yeah. isn't functioning great. Did at one point you th- have a couple of dice in your hand and you went, you know what? There's one more service station on the way and I'm going to fucking roll the dice and pray for the two for five. Mate, you know me too well. I know you too well. You know dude. me fucking too well, dude, because I was pissed. And I went, you know what? I've already told this fucking service station to fuck off. Yeah. I'm not coming here 10 cents more and taking it. You, you, like, that's not who I fucking am as a person, dude. The fucking Anzacs did not go away from the fucking homeland, the most beautiful country in the world, all, all the way across to the other side of the fucking world, dude, and then die for our freedom for me to be a fucking shit cunt like that. Nah. So I went, fuck that. The diggers didn't fucking die for this. Got in my car, dude. And I fucking pinged it down, dude. Coming to the fucking shell in Kurungang, dude. Kurungang. And I parked my fucking car and I looked you at it. You said a quick prayer, didn't I you? I said a quick prayer. I said, Lord. Jesus. Baby Jesus. Lord, baby Jesus. You know, thank you for this day. Thank you for everything that we hold dear. Thank, thank you, you for, for the sunshine. Thank you for the sunshine. Thank you for the love and health of the people that I hold dear. But please. Give me a two for five. You have to give me something here. I need a two for five. I need a fucking two for five Red Bull. I walked inside, dude. Walked straight there. Two for five. Two for fucking two five. For let's fucking go, Lord. Hey. Let's fucking go, dude. The shell at Kurigang. I was... Dude, I was fucking... That's why I came here so up and about. I, without the limp... Oh. It almost got rid of the limp. Dude, I five. have a way worse limp than I showed. Yeah. I fucking just, and I've got them, my two readies. Boots. I fucking got them. I paid for them. Dude, I had the correct amount of coinage to get five bucks, so I got a bit of, got rid of a bit of fucking shrap. 
And I just fucking, I, dude, got in the car, cracked one open, smashed it. Gone. It was gone by the time it hit the roundabout. Gone by the fucking time I got even close to the stop. You were soaring over Stockton Bridge with a fucking rocket in your pocket and you went, you know what, dude, i got another one here and life is fucking good. And I tell you what, dude, I've, uh, I've had something that happened to me recently and when you brought this up, it was irking me just not to interrupt you and just tell you my pain, but daddy got hurt, dude. I got hurt and something happened to me that I think is downright inexcusable. It's unethical. It's un-Australian. I think if the Anzacs were, for the Anzacs, the few that are still around, God bless your mighty souls and I hope you never experience this. But there was a long working week that I had this week, Taylor. As you know, I've been, I've been grinding trying to fucking do my, do my due diligence for my employer. Yeah, you have. And at the end of the week, I took my uh, my beautiful partner across to the uh, to the bowling club. She got her first business sale, so we're celebrating, having a few fucking a uh, few beers. And the topic of dinner comes up. What do you want to have for dinner? And uh, I'm thinking maybe some sticky rice in Wickham, great Thai restaurant. And dude, for like two meals at sticky rice and delivery. They're looking at 75 bucks, and I was like, nah, you just can get fucked on that They aspect. deliver. Yeah, they deliver to Stockton. Some people do deliver to Stockton, eh? But it's yeah. fucking just a handful. Yeah, just a handful. And I was like, you know what? That can kind of fucking suck me off at the next station as far as I'm concerned. And there's a great little restaurant called The Three Sicilians. This is not a paid advertisement, but they're in at the uh, Stockton RSL. Great fucking Italian food. Authentic, beautiful wood fire pizzas. But I was still thirsty, dude. I was still thirsty and I was like, you know what? I've had a few beers now. I can't really drive too far. I'd only had two, so I stayed within my legal limit. But I'm not driving half an hour to Qatar to go to Dan Murphy's. And all I want is a case of the very best, VB, you know, an unauthorized sponsor of this podcast who has given us written permission to use their music and we love and appreciate them for that. And so I walk into the, the BYO sellers at Stockton and I'm having a look around, Taylor, and I see that they've got a 30-pack of Tui's New, which is a great beer, Sixty eight ninety nine for one of those. What? I know, okay. What? what? And I'd had a few VBs that afternoon because I support people who support me. And then I glance over. At the VB thirty pack of tins, seventy one dollars for thirty fucking beers, and I went cunt. You can get fucked on that. What the fuck, cunt? And then I did some like quick maths, and I was like, really? What's two dollars difference? And the last time I checked, like, two is new doesn't support my podcast. So I bought a case of VB. Mm. And was very, very reluctant to buy one case of VB for 70 when I know damn well at Dan Murphy's I can get two for 105 But I can't drive fucking half an hour and I'm fucking got a bit of a thirst, dude. So I went and reluctantly paid for that and I'm sitting in there. Everyone in Stockton at this point was at this fucking bottle shop because it's a Friday we're working class people and we're fucking thirsty. So I'm having yeah. a chat to an old mate and he goes, oh, mate, you look like you're set for the week. 
And I go, bro, I'll be set for fucking two days with 30 VB tins, mate. And he laughed. And I go, tell you what, might have to refinance the house that I don't own, considering they're $71 for 30 beers. He, this older gentleman, flannelette, moustache, real fucking 80s type character, damn near had a fucking heart attack. He was borderline brain aneurysm when I told him that it's fucking $71. And he went, you know what, mate? mate he, goes, he looked at you like you just told him that his wife got BBC'd on the internet. He had that He had that thousand yard stare. He had of, that Adam 22. Yeah, he had the Adam 22 stare. Fuck, poor like, cunt. Seeing his missus getting BBC'd and enjoying it way more than that's ever enjoyed your just fucking white <laughs> <Yeah>. dick. <laughs> so yeah. he, he he tries to put me on a little bit of game and I'm I'm really glad that we brought this up because I wanna I wanna fucking see what old boy from Stocko is all about. Yeah. But he goes to me, he goes, I'll tell you what you need to do, mate. And I go, What's that? And he goes, How are you with beer? And I go, dude, I'll fucking drink anything that's not slow lane brewing co. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, yeah. he goes, hey, mate, that sounds uh, he goes, oddly specific. He goes, that sounds oddly specific, and I've never heard of him, but they sound like a bunch of. And I was like, they are, dude. And uh, he goes, well, here's what you need to do you need to get. A beer called Tun, T-U-N, and he goes, you get 30 beers, 4%, mm? for 35 bucks. Damn, dude. What's in it? Fucking paint stripper? I don't know. But he had one wonky eye that made me think that maybe he had normal vision before drinking these things. Yeah. But then I thought, dude, should we risk it for that biscuit? Should we get like a little, maybe a six pack of ton and yeah. just see what's going on with the cuts? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Fuck yeah. Let's do that shit. I would love to do that. I'd love to try. I'd love to try good beers. I'd love to try dog shit beers. Well, we've had slow lay in the we've past had fucking, fucking two We've been weeks. having a fair bit of dog shit beer lately, dude. Let's bring back the morale. Let's bring babe. back morale. Let's dude. bring back the morale. So something that I wanted to talk to you about, eight year old boy mm. who was arrested for armed robbery, shit, theft of an automobile. So, part of me, dude, actually thinks that a lot of people will think that this is a very sad story and think like, oh no, like an eight-year-old boy, like that poor kid's got no hope. What were his parents doing? But the part of me that when I read this story, I was like, this eight-year-old boy's a fucking sick cunt, dude. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, what yeah, yeah. What kind of eight-year-old has exposure to an, a firearm first and foremost? That's fucking crazy. When I was eight years old, I was, like, dreaming about playing for the Broncos and just figured out, hey, chicks are cool, dude. Yeah. I was just at that point of, like, girls are fucking sick. Football's sick. What a, what a future I could have if I combined these two. Obviously, yeah. it didn't work out very well for your boy, but all things considered, these things happen sometimes, guys. These things sometimes happen, but an eight-year-old boy, like, what kind of firearm did he have? Where did he get it? But imagine just being the person, dude. Yeah. You're driving to work. You're on your commute. You come to a school crossing. There's kids going to school. They've got their Legionnaires hat on. They've got yeah. their light blue shirt and their dark blue shorts. They've got a backpack. 
then little Timmy's just like, you know what, dude? I don't want to sit no fucking test today. I don't want to learn about fucking the first fleet. <laughs> I'm going to fucking... I don't want to watch Rabbit Proof Fence. I'm going <laughs> to... I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna jack this mum in a Toyota Corolla with my mum's fucking handgun. Yeah, and he just whips a fucking gun out of his like, cause obviously he doesn't have a big shotgun, does he? No, he doesn't. Nah, you got to think this is like a nine millimeter that he's yeah. that he's got. Look handy, and he's rocking up to a. It looks fucking, like a shotgun on him. Yeah, like that. Absolutely, it's a two-handed fucking handgun. Yeah. It you looks know, like a fucking it's, desert eagle. Notice how it's not a hands gun, it's a hand gun. Yes. So you can use one hand, but if you're a fucking eight-year-old, it's a hands gun. You've got fucking two hands on there. So he's rolled up and just went, you know what, fuck it. And the scariest thing about being robbed by an eight-year-old is you'd be like, this thing could be fucking loaded and he's just retarded enough to know... That he has no idea what he's doing. Oh, for sure, dude. For sure, dude. That, it would be so much scarier to get a gun pointed at you by, like, a fucking eight-year-old kid than, like, a full-blown, like, adult junkie. It's like, who shot Mr. Burns? Yeah. Like, you've got a fucking kid pointing a gun. But then the best thing about all of this, dude, at one point, right, he's robbed this person, was like, get out of your car. They've hopped out of the car and then he's hopped in and just driven the car away. Like, wouldn't you think like, as like, and maybe this is me being a very ignorant young man of Mm. just being like, wouldn't you try to do like the hands up scenario and then quickly snatch the gun? Like, would you like, surely our reflexes are better than an eight year olds, but if the cunt pulls the trigger. But yeah, that's the thing is like kids are... You, this kid probably doesn't have gun training, so it's not like his fucking hand is on like the outside of the fucking trigger fucking loop, whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. It's like on the trigger. It's a fucking eight year old. They're jumpy. They'll fucking pull it. They'll pull it. You're probably just like whatever. So then he gets. But it in- is. But you're right, though. I would be like step up and like as he's sort of like getting in the car, I fucking grab the cunt's arm and fucking. It's eight. He's eight years old. You're Sling the, the cunt to the fucking ground. Put your fucking head on their fucking throat. For 13 minutes and then, cause, and then cause a fucking worldwide social media thing In lockdown In lockdown Because he couldn't breathe Because he couldn't fucking breathe And then I'll be like, who cares, dude? Yeah, the kid was trouble This kid, hey, who knows what this kid could have gone on to do You know what, I was doing the fucking world a favour That's what, that's, honestly dude, that's just me, but I'm a hero Look I'd I'd be on the mind. I do box fit. I do fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I've done I've done a military workout before. I do. I the do funny, military the circuits. Funny, the funny thing about all of this, though, right? So he then basically a navy seal. So he then drives off, right? And this person that we can only assume was either a massive beta or maybe a female was like, I just got carjacked by an eight year old. Imagine that nine one one call, like where they'd be answering it. 911, what's your emergency? I just got armed robbed by an eight-year-old with a gun and he's stolen my fucking Corolla or whatever it was. You'd be like, surely this is a piss take. He's then gotten like a high-speed chase with the police. They're trying to pull him over and the cunt crashes into somebody else. Yeah. And that's how they end up arresting him and like just fucking 
detaining this kid. <laughs> and he got sent to juvenile fucking like detention. And I'm just thinking it's my entire time I was like, this is the greatest story that I've ever heard in yeah. my in my thirty odd years of existence. An eight year old armed robbed someone. Yeah. And stole their car, got in a police chase. Yeah. And then crashed the car. Bro. Imagine getting your car crashed into and you're just on your way to work and you're like, what kind of fucking retard just crashes like, into me? Fuck? Like, what I've got to get this guy's insurance information. Who the f- who's this guy? And then you open your car, you drop the, what the fuck? What the fuck's going on here, buddy? Hey, where the fuck did you learn how to drive? Hey, what the fuck? an eight-year-old with a gun obviously he didn't learn how to drive now you're fucking worried fuck is this kid gonna shoot me exactly yeah that's fucked up cunt that's so fucking funny man you know what dude i think i just if i got carjacked by an eight-year-old and all of that stuff happened and i just put my hands up and i let it happen and i didn't act or anything like that i would i would i would just not tell anyone oh dude I thought everyone would be like, where's your car? I'd be like, I don't know. I don't know, dude. Got it stolen must, it must, I would have called up the police and been like, look, I don't know where my car is. My car must have been stolen. I don't know what happened. And that, and I would have taken it to the fucking grave. I would take it to the grave. My dad would hate me even more if I oh, fucking dude, jacked by Oh, dude, how much of a fucking poofter would your dad think that you are oh, if you got dude. carjacked by a fucking eight-year-old? Mate, if if... If I got carjacked by an eight-year-old, my dad would never talk to me again. You know, it's like... I'd be out of the way. We're already on fucking thin ice with him, mate. We're already on thin ice with the old man. First, I didn't get drafted. Oh, dude, that's a big mistake. And then I get fucking carjacked by an eight-year-old? It's it's just the alarm bells... It's fucking over, mate. The alarm bells are ringing constantly. Mate, I may as well be on a fucking float in the middle of Sydney in February, mate. Mate, I may as well dude. fucking uh, June. Uh, oh well, depending on what and where you are. In the, yeah, in the depending on where you are, it's February here. Taylor, what Taylor's saying is he may as well be a f- on a float with a fucking a rod, a wooden rod inserted deep into his asshole with a big rainbow flag uh, waving out the backside. That's what he's insinuating here. If you couldn't pick that up, disciples. Yeah. And that's if what you didn't saying. understand what Brad said, and you need further elaboration, I may as well have been a faggot. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> mate. We um we've had a few fucking uh, dial-ins this week, so I would like to uh, I'd like to play those. Yeah, go for it. Let's. So let's get into this. Also, thank you for people who send these in, man. Like, fucking oh, we love you. Guys. It's so good. We love you guys. So let's get into this. Hello to all the listeners out there. My name is Brian. I love comedy. Thank you for including me on the team. I was listening to your podcast the other day when you suggested that you could undertake some athletic endeavors. I have some thoughts on this topic. Taylor, I have an athletic challenge for you. Much like your doppelganger Susan Boyle. Why don't you dream (laughs) a dream where you walk up the stairs at the comedy club without losing breath? I don't think you should be attempting even a quarter of a marathon. The only joints you should be inflaming are the ones you smoke. You have to coach the team, because if you were running water, the team would die off first. As for Bradley Muffin Top Bishop, I have an athletic challenge for you too. Oh, no. Try to do a set on stage without sounding like a wannabe gangster rapper. 
The closest thing you have in common with someone like Biggie Smalls is that you also look like a walrus who's no longer interested in sucking. I am quite happy with my selection to the team. Sorry I haven't called earlier about it, but I've been busy arguing with the costume rental shop about some quote-unquote stains on the Little Mermaid outfit I rented a while ago. I lost the argument and I had to purchase the outfit. I also had to pay an out-of-court settlement for the trauma that the costume shop staff were exposed to when they saw the state of the outfit upon return. Speaking of the team, why don't you get Ben McLennan on at number 8? That fat beast would make a great prop. He's always propping up his gut so he can check if he has smooshed his dick under the weight of his lower intestines. On a final note, it was great to hear that Mitchell Two Houses and a Hot Wife coin was crushing on stage. It is good to see Mitchell Two Houses and a Hot Wife coin crushing something other than his knees and ankles into a fine sand-like consistency. I really feel sorry for Mitchell Two Houses and a Hot Wife coin's knees and ankles. Holding up his enormous weight plus the weight of two houses and a hot wife. Because as we all know, sand is not a great foundation material to build a house on. Let alone two houses and a hot wife. Perhaps you could get Mitchell two houses and a hot wife coin on board as the team mascot. He might even bring in some interest from the Down Syndrome community. It would be great for them to see one of their own has done so well in life that he now has two houses and a hot wife. Anyway, I have to go now. Looking forward to seeing your pretty faces on the YouTubes. Oh, that was great. Right. Thank you for that, Brian. <laughs> Brian. Thank you, you for that, Brian. And honestly, dude, I one I just I absolutely appreciate the inclusivity we have for Mitchell two houses and a hot wife coin. Oh, Mitch, two houses and a hot wife. Mitch, two houses and a hot wife coin, dude. That's very fucking funny. That is that is funny. And I think that you know what, dude? Sometimes in the heat of the moment, you get caught up and you say some shit, and you try you try beat your own chest a little bit. Mm. But when people catch on that that was maybe the gayest thing that you could have ever said, yeah, it would have been less gay to say I'm fucking gay and suck dicks. Yeah, like I belong on a pride parade with a rainbow flag coming out my asshole would be less gay than saying that you own two houses and have a hot wife yeah definitely less gay than that and look mate he he brings an interesting point there obviously mitch is very unathletic um probably doesn't have the coordination to wipe his asshole properly if i'm going to be completely honest but maybe he could ha maybe he could be a team mascot yeah i'd like that <laughs> um mate brian Quality, always quality. I cannot wait to um, to hear some rebuttals from that. Obviously, we always love the input of Brian in the podcast. We do love the niggle. We do love the grub aspect that he brings. Mm. And um, look, we're very thankful for that. So let's get into the second caller in for the week. Brad, Taylor, Gabe here from Daily Blue Weekly. Listen, I've just got to the back end of most recent podcast Hot boy and game. I've heard the call out do you want me on the sting now listen when I first heard that there was uh, a team for disciples getting put together I thought fucking oh I'm keen to get around this you know this will be awesome uh, then head coach Brad Bishop you know he hits my line he says Gabe I want to push you out to the sting now I don't know if you boys played much uh you know, much minor league, much 
much footy in your younger days. Junior rugby league. But the shit cunts get pushed out to the wing. Oh. And have I taken offence? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, no. Gabo. I had a breather. I calmed down. I thought, you know what? The disciples need a young, handsome, Hot reliable, and charismatic man out on the wing, mm-hmm. scoring all the tries and taking all the glory. That's what we finish need. Game. You need to finish for that fucking oath. Yeah. Good sources are calling me the white Brian Toto. You know, <laughs> I did the stuff where I was best player this year. So, boys, after, you know, re-evaluating, I will accept the position on the wing. And uh, as for the crock shot on Snapchat allegations, uh, <laughs> no, no, no comment. <laughs> Knew it, dude. I oh, knew it. Yeah. Fucking Gabe. What a legend. Legend, um, dude. We, we, we love Gabe. We love Bluey. Please, please go check out the Daily Blue Weekly. One of the, one of the best podcasts, one of the best podcast duos in Newcastle. Absolutely, dude. It, dude, that podcast is like one of my favorite podcasts now, dude. I it's fucking it. unreal. I love, I love Bluey and Gabe together, man. They're fucking very fucking funny, those two. Great combination. And look, it's the combination that the Disciple team needed. I'm glad that Gabe put the ego to the side a little bit and realised, wait a minute, I'm actually not a shit cunt. Yeah, we're not playing junior footy anymore, mate. No, we're this, playing, is this is big a, leagues. This is the ridgy dig big leagues, mate. And we need a fucking young, hot boy, young, hot country boy. Tamworth boy. Tamworth boy. We need a Tamworth boy to fucking just be finishing off all the good work, mate, making us all look sexy. We need a country boy, Taylor, that was raised on fucking shepherd pies, even though they're not his favourite pies, which he's openly admitted that- Yeah, his favourite pies is curry pie, and let me tell you something, mate, that's that's a little bit- uh, that's a conversation for another time. No, I'm I'm with you, Gabe. I love a curry pie. You like curry pies? Fucking oath, can't. Is it your number one? It's curry like, or pepper steak. Oh, what are you talking me about? Ga- me and Gabe are two peas in a pod. Fuck, cunt. What's yours, cunt? Beef, cheese and bacon pie, obviously. Yeah, see, that adds to the waistline, dude. That explains <laughs> a lot, dude. That explains why you could wear a hula hoop as a tight belt, cunt. That fucking checks out, dude. Yeah, because I'm fucking dirty bulking, cunt. Shut up. Oh, uh, fuck. So, um, look, hey, Taylor, I'm going to say right now that mm-hmm. having... Having a young, hot throbber on the wing yeah. is exactly what every team needs. We've put it to the universe. We manifested that we get him on board. And he heard the call of of the coaches here that just yeah. basically said that this is what we need. We need someone that when there is a so-called great pie recession going on. Yeah, there is a pie recession. We need someone that is... About pies. Yeah. We need someone that's like, you know what, dude? I'm all about pies and of every variety, curry, pepper steak. I reckon Gabo would slam a plain pie if it was fucking put in front of him. Yeah. And his favorite pies, without a doubt, are fucking rugby league tries. And he looks like he's a fucking three-pie kind of game type operator. Yeah. And look, Gabe, mate. The uh, the wing position is 150% yours, yeah, mate. Yeah, it's yours, mate. Congratulations. We just Welcome need, aboard. We just need to know, and you can, and this can be either a confidential message to each or either one of the coaches here. Are you a two or are you a five kind of guy? Are you a two or a five kind of guy? I reckon. I reckon he's a five. 
the spot's yours. You just let us know which number that, that you want and uh, we'll get that contract over to you as soon as possible. Boys, just again, go check out the Daily Blue Weekly. It's a fucking great podcast. We love it. What's going on, boys? Mitro here. First time calling in, but as you know, I've been here since day one. I've been thinking about this team you're forming, and I've noticed a bit of a void in your squad. You've got a bunch of sober boys, which is fine. Yep. A couple of staunch boys, definitely need those. Yep. But what you boys are lacking is a sesh gremlin. <laughs> Someone who can lead the boys in the deep waters. Someone who can play the 80 minutes and then go another eight hours. If you chuck me in the centres, I'm defensively sound. You won't regret it. Looking forward to it. Okay. Mate. This is speaking my fucking language, oh, mate. Dude. He is spe- he's appealing to my inner fucking child, my inner sesh gremlin, who I have, to be honest, dude, I've been looking across, been looking across our list right now and going, mate, I don't know if we have any genuine sesh gremlins in here. Dude, and I'll tell you this from personal experience. I've seshed with a lot. I've sashed with arguably too many. Yeah, fair enough. But one of the heaviest hitters Yeah, in terms of size and stature and how hard they can sash is Mitro. He's pointed out that he has been a day one listener. He's also been someone who has reached out on a weekly basis through DMs, loved it, and uh, he has hit the nail on the head. We need a sash gremlin. We need... A captain, Taylor, we need a captain of the kitchen kick-on. We need someone, like, and dude, I'll tell you this right now. He said he can play 80 minutes, which I 100% believe he can, and then go on for eight hours afterwards. And we, let me tell you this. We need someone let to me tell you oversee see-through glass table in the backyard operations. Let me tell you this. Him saying he can go for another eight hours is being very, very... Very, very conservative. So he's been, he's so he's humble as well. Oh, this he's is being uh, humble. He's underselling himself. Let me and tell I you like this. that. I like good character. There's good character. He's not too high on his own ego. But let me tell you this: there used to be a festival back in the day, ladies and gentlemen, that was called DefCon. Now, Mitch was the type of operator that rocks up on Thursday and charges through to Saturday, which is also known as game day. So, like, he's doing the extras on the field, so to speak, the training paddock. He's doing those extras on the training paddock and then rocking up to game day and then ripping and tearing and then taking the boys back to the kitchen and fucking, you know what, maybe there was some microwave plates involved, but the morale was through the fucking roof with this guy. And he said very evidently that he needs a spot in the centres. It's a vacant spot. We mm. know that Chase, our number one international listener, is taking the number three. Yep, lock and load. Mitch has got to have number four. Mm. Mitch is in the centres. He's also added he's defensively sound. What wins fucking premierships, dude? What wins them? Defence. Defence. All right. So you've got a guy that in this team, dude, is saying that for 80 minutes you're going to get his all and then for a very conservative bare minimum eight hours afterwards, 
He's going to take you to the promised land. Mm. He's going to select the tunes for the fucking kick-ons. He's going to fucking be the man in charge. That he's going to just fucking... What what he's saying, dude, in a roundabout way, is he's he's tough, he's charismatic, he's going to play above his body weight. Unreal. And he's going to fucking lift the fucking fallen soldiers and he's going to let everyone know that, hey, we're on a fucking track right now and that track is straight to the promised land, to premiership glory. We're locking this motherfucker in, dude. The number four jersey is going to our boy, Mitro, and we couldn't be happier to have you on board, mate. Welcome to the organisation. Welcome to the organisation, dude. What a fucking, what a win for the boys. And I tell you this, what a Taylor. time to be alive, mate. I tell you this. Right. Part of making this team is you want a few things. You want big boppers up front. Yeah. You want boys that lay the foundation that are getting yardage, quick play the balls, that are spreading it to the silky guys out the back, such as Gabo. Yeah. But you also want the sesh gremlins in there, the guys that are going to fucking be there for fucking so much morale that it's just fucking oozing out of it. And I tell you what's the deadliest combination in this team that no one's speaking about and no one may have even thought about just yet. What? Mitro and Josh Bluey Nelson on the same team. Is absolute <laughs> carnage, and when those two cunts get together, it's going to be unreal. Look out! There dude. might be a third podcast coming out of this. <laughs> <laughs> we might have two best friends. Look out, dude! Like that's going to be that's going to be a combination that we need for the, the the team going forward, and for the team to take us to the promised land. Mate, I'm really excited about the squad we're putting together. The squad is just adding depth and is getting fucking Throbville. Like I, when I first came up with this idea, when we were first, like, what were we doing? We were in the kitchen. And we had a big pot and we're throwing in sugar spice and everything nice. And yeah. then as we're stirring it, it's coming to the boil. We go, what do we need? What, do we need? what does the pod need? The pod needs a fucking team of absolute sick cunts to go out there and represent us. Mm-hmm. And the listeners have responded and they went, you know what, dude? I'm coming and I'm coming with my fucking... Coming with my bags, and that means like a bag packed. Like you can interpret that however you want, but I'm coming with like my bag ready to fucking rip and tear. And I think that this team, dude, I don't want to speak lightly, Taylor, but you know what, dude? I reckon we, I reckon the Disciples Rugby League team could easily replace the West Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> It should have to be a sudden death match between St. George and West Tigers and, and whoever loses gets fucking relegated. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then they have to start a podcast. Yeah, too. Then those guys have to fucking build their own team through a yeah. fucking internet podcast. And uh, I do know that Mitro is a big West Tigers fan, mate, so no slight on you on that. We all make mistakes. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, let's move on to the next one here. This one literally came through whilst we were recording. Um, so yeah, let's see what this is. Hey boys, it's Benny McLennan here. Look, I just want to put my application in for the number eight jersey on the disciple team. Oh, what the fuck? Starters boys, number eight, perfect for me. It's a perfect silhouette of my body type for one. Yeah. But also, here's the thing, boys. If you need someone to rip and tear in the middle, someone who's going to go forward, lay the platform, I'll fucking rip dicks in the middle, boys. I don't give a fuck who we're playing. 
we could be playing a fucking team of Make-A-Wish kids whose only dream was to know what it was like to be an NRL footballer, and I'll make them change their wish to the sweet kiss of fucking death once I'm done trampling these cunts on the ground. Boys, I need to be on this team, because if not... I'm going to go sign an NRLW contract, and I'm running straight at Millie Boyle with a high knee, see if I can't hit her in the face and split her a bit more. So, boys, for the good of the team, for the good of Millie Boyle's fine vagina, get me on the team, boys. Oh, my God, dude. What are the fucking chances that Brian is just like, bro, get fucking Ben in the props, dude? and then that cunt calls in. And then just drops maybe the greatest application that I've fucking ever heard to Dude, be on the team. The Lord truly provides. Dude, I'm crying right now. I've got tears of joy that that just literally Dude, fucking happened. Ben was a, just a mere vessel of the Lord. Dude. Dude. <laughs> he, the Lord heard our call saying we need... A throbber in the number eight jersey. All right. It's been put out into the universe by Brian. And then look at that. He Fuck provides, dude. dude. God is good. Oh, my God. That was so fucking funny, dude. Um, Absolutely. Look, and what can we say about Benny? Every ounce of what he said has just been true. We do need a big bopper up front. We need someone who's not going to take a backward step. We need someone that's going to fucking do the hard yards. Not afraid to get dirty at Not all. afraid at all. Yeah, he loves it. And like a pig in mud. Like a pig in mud. And uh, you know what, dude? I'm just thinking about this now. Him and our him and our six four, size thirteen wearing shoe, dick of probably eight inches or more type fucking vein. And sorry yeah, to conservative use, too. Sorry to use vein. You know, maybe you could take that one <laughs> or two ways. Benny and Joel Pierce in the front row. Yeah, get around that. Get the fuck out of our way, cunt. We're gonna trample cunts, dude. Mate. Got some big boys in there. Benny, Joel, Dallas. Dallas. Dallas is gonna fucking That is a front row and a half. You don't wanna you don't wanna come across well the front row technically would be Brian, Benny, and Joel, but you've just got Dallas at just standing back there, mean mugging cunts. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Don't yeah. let me fucking catch your arm, dude. I'll break it. Absolutely fucking unbelievable work from Benny McClendon. Well, I mean, I feel like that's just fucking no discussion required. Here's the contract. Sign it. Sign Let's it. Go. You're in. Sign it. And I tell Bing, you what, bang, we, boom. I tell you what we might do. We might just say, we might leave the dollar figure up to Ben and just go, that's how bad we want you on this fucking team, cunt. Blank check. Fill the check, dude. Fill the fucking check. Let us know how you want it. And uh, Benny's got some more shows coming up as well. So make sure you check our socials for that. We will be letting you know where Benny's going to be performing. Mate, welcome to the fucking squad, dude. So with that being said, our team is very close to being complete. If you are listening right now and think that you can fill one of the bench rolls from 15 through to 18... Reach out, let us know because the spots are going quick. Thank you for all the callers that have that have dialed in and stuck their hand up for this team. Like I said, I think uh, I think we're set for Premiership glory, Taylor Coftry. I think that the Penrith Panthers have dreams of three beating, but I think that we're going to interrupt that in a big way. I reckon so too. I reckon you know what I reckon, dude. Of my paying more attention than I usually do pay attention opinion when it comes to rugby league, dude. I reckon it might be, I reckon it might be Broncos or the Sharks that go all the way. Yep. 
Yeah, the Sharks' defense is the only thing that's questionable in this comp. They've scored more points than anyone. Yeah. And obviously... Dude, defense does win premierships, dude. And I tell you what... But if they can put it together, man, Penrith, they can slap too many points on. Penrith have ripped and teared without Nathan Cleary, which is a very scary thing. So, obviously, you know where my heart is. Thick dick of the north. But you know what catches up with you, mate? You know what catches up with you? Having... Two seasons in a row where your season goes longer and your preseason is shorter. Yeah. And I'll tell you this as well, on a personal perspective. Um, my beautiful and lovely partner, who we both think is an absolute legend. Payne Haas. No, no, my missus. A.K.A. <laughs> <laughs> <AKA> Payne Haas. <laughs> um, my missus has a, uh, has a younger sister who is... Dating a absolute fucking legend, um, big AFL fan. Actually, you'd 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 get on with him quite well. Oh, nice, good on big, him. Big, big AFL fan. Uh, goes for the Geelong Cats. So last year he was throbbing as absolute happy as you could be. Now his birthday is the day after mine, so he's October eighteenth. I'm October seventeenth. And um, he's turning 30 this year, so he's reached out. He said, guys, I'm having my birthday celebrations, 30th birthday. Would love for all of um, the extended family to be involved in that. Mm -hmm. So obviously very excited for that birthday. Yeah. With the exception of one thing. He's booked his birthday to be on the long weekend of October, a.k.a. grand final weekend. Now, any other year, any other year, mm. this would be great guns. This would be all good. And uh, as you know, as I know, as listeners know, as Australia knows, yeah, if you... If you take a minute to like pause this podcast for one second, mm -hmm. check in with yourself, take a few deep breaths in, a few deep breaths out. You might be on the way to work, for instance. Just you will hear a very, 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 very faint rumbling. And you might be like, what is that rumbling? Like, where's that coming from? And if you open your phone and you pull out your, your, compass and you start waving that around in conjunction with where that rumble is actually coming from that little dial will point to the north where that rumble's coming from yeah that it will do that and you will know that that rumble can only mean one thing that might represent a lot of blood flow going to a certain area of the body that dial will be pointing true north and that blood flow is going straight to the dick. That blood flow is the thick dick of the north. And he's planned his his 30th birthday celebrations, which I intend to celebrate because he is a friend and I do love him very much. But that could coincide with the thick dick of the north making it to the promised land. And laying it down. And, I, and you know, we have beaten Penrith this year. We yeah. We've beaten them. We've shown them that, hey, dude, all this bullshit that you've been fucking propagating for the past few years has come to fucking to an end. 
And that's based off the fact that Jerome Luai is an out-and-out shit cunt, as we've openly discussed. Yeah. And with that rumble coming, with that big, thick dick of the north coming down into Sydney, dude, fucking in October, in the first week, in a long weekend, I've just had to say to them, Taylor Coftry, what? And this is what I love about the in-laws. What? I go, hey, man, I love you. I'll fly to Adelaide for your 30th birthday. Oh, fuck, it's in Adelaide. It's in Adelaide. Uh, South Australian boy. I go, I'll fucking, I'll come and celebrate with you and I'll rip and tear a few of those days. But I'll tell you this and I'll tell you this true. If the thick dick of the north are going to what we call the big dance. Yeah. And you've got plans for Sunday. You're getting a cardboard cutout of me to attend whatever you've got planned because... Based on what happens from fucking 7.30 at night to 10.30 at night on that Sunday, the greatest Sunday of them all, if the thick dick of the north is coming in there fucking erect and coming in hard and coming to look do some fucking damage, then your boy's out of action for the day. Yeah, it has to be. It has to be, man. And honestly, dude, you're a fucking better man than me, dude. I got to set my boundaries, dude. Because if I if I knew that the Saints were a chance of getting into the fucking big dance, the big hoo ha at the end of the fucking year, mate, I'm gonna I'm gonna be in Melbourne. Like, yeah. it, it is what it is. Like, if the Saints are in a grand final, I'm gonna go there. If the thick dick of the North is there, carnage is coming. And now this could work out great. That this party, this 30th birthday, will be a birthday he never forgets. Yeah. And he would have a healthy appreciation for it because he went through the same thing last year with the cats. Mate, Mate we'll, let's do a Sunday service. The Sunday roast. Well, lads, in a very unexpected turn of events, the roadcaster just didn't record this part. So very frustrating that I've had to jump back on here, but I was like, we can't end the episode without letting you guys know who the Sunday roast was. And I was thinking to myself, maybe I could just, uh, you know, maybe I could just say that the audio cut out and that's the end of the episode. But look, that'd be going out with a soft dick and no one likes a soft dick. So the Sunday roast of the week this week is a man called Keir Johnson a.k.a. the man behind the dress that broke the internet. Now, you may remember this. Many years ago, there was a dress that circulated around the internet, and the argument was, is this dress white and gold, or is this dress black and blue? Now, I am team white and gold. I don't know too many people that saw it as black and blue. But anyway, that's beside the point. Keir Johnson has been arrested for attempted murder of his wife. So it is alleged that uh, Keir has been abusive to his wife for a number of years. And one fateful evening, he pinned his wife down to the ground and attempted to strangle her to death. Now, police have arrested him. Keir, like any wife basher out there, has denied these allegations and said that this is all completely fabricated and this is false. But then the police showed him Photos of his wife's bruised neck, which was black and blue. And we can all know that Keir just went, mate, that's not black and blue. That looks white and fucking gold to me. Maybe that's makeup. Who fucking knows, dude? But uh, just wanted to kind of wrap it up and let you guys know, 
Let us know as well. Did you see it as black and blue or was it white and gold? Now, to finish up, I'd like to let you guys know some dates that I will be on the road. What's well, only one date, but hey, we're getting there, baby. I am going to be at the Good Chat Comedy Club in Brisbane, the, the 27th and the 28th of October. But not just me, the hot boy himself, the Prince of Merryweather, the high priest fucking Taylor Coftry is coming along as well. So if you have any mates in the Brisbane area, if you are from Brisbane, if you're from Queensland and you want to see us in action, make sure you jump onto the Good Chat Comedy website a few weeks before that date. We'll be plugging in a little bit more and make sure you get your tickets because it's one of the best comedy clubs in the country. The shows will definitely sell out. And then afterwards, I've done a little bit of research, boys. Afterwards, I might be going to the spiritual home of Queensland Rugby League, Caxton Hotel, to sink as many frothies as I can. So if you guys want to come to the show, want to come out and drink with me afterwards, make sure you grab your tickets. Good chat, comedy club. Give it a goog. Find out what's happening there. Make sure you go along to any of their shows as well because they get some of the best comedians in the country. Make sure you follow myself, Bradley Bishop, on Instagram with an underscore. The YouTube will be up and running again soon where you will be able to catch this podcast being filmed. Make sure you follow Taylor Coftree at Taylor Coftree on Instagram. Be sure to check out our mate Benny McLennan, the recent number eight uh, disciple jersey. He has a bunch of comedy shows happening around the Newcastle area, so give him a follow as well and you can see shows You can see all the shows that he's putting on. Last but not least, we need a few more Disciple dial-ins. So, boys, it doesn't have to be just about the jerseys. There are roughly three or four spots left on that team. But we want to hear some wild shit. Tell us the drunkest you've ever been. Tell us a story about you being arrested. Talk about an awkward family dinner. Whatever it may be, let us know. Hit the fucking dial-in line. You can find that number on my Instagram at Bradley Bishop with an underscore. Don't forget to smoke weed every day. And, of course, chill to the next episode.